I want to be able to hear from God. Do you? Welcome to the All Up in the Bible podcast, where we are living out our faith and making the devil mad. Do you feel like you need a friend to help you along your Christian journey? Well, you don't have to face these challenges alone. Let's study. Let's grow. Let's go. Let's be all up in the Bible together. Now introducing your host, Miss Kim Sade. One day I was praying to God about a topic to talk about on this podcast. And God led me to the book of Ruth. And as I began to read the first chapter and the 16th verse, tears began to flow down my cheeks. I've read this chapter and this verse so many, many times. And the 16th verse reads, But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or to turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. The first part in particular touched me. For where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. I let it sink in. For where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. And I heard God say this. This is how I feel about you. Tell everybody that I desire to be with them. Tell them how much I love them. Tell them I want to have an intimate relationship with them. Tell them that where they go, I want to go. And where they lodge, I want to be there. And so here I am relaying this message to you. It is God's desire to have a close, personal, intimate relationship with you. It has always been his desire to have fellowship with us, like when Adam and Eve was in the Garden of Eden. The scriptures say in Genesis 3, verse 8 and 9, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden, so they hid from the Lord God among the trees. This shows that God would come and have fellowship with man every day in the evening time. And verse 9 says, Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? And I want to ask you, Where are you? God is looking for you. Why are you hiding? You don't have to hide because of your sin, like Adam and Eve did in the garden, but you can bring your sins to him and have them forgiven. Jesus has forgiven you and desire to live inside of you. And this is what he says. I have not forsaken you. So why have you forsaken me? I will never leave you or forsake you. Come to me. Come back to me. Come home to me. It doesn't matter what you did in the past because all I want is you. And you have access to him today. You have access to him right now. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the All Up in the Bible podcast. I am so happy that you're here listening from whatever platform that you use. And I hope you all are staying encouraged throughout the week. If you are new here, welcome. Please stay for a while because we're all up in the Bible and we're going to talk about how to hear God. What I just said to you just a moment ago was literally God speaking to me. I think it was in the middle of the night or late at night sometime. I don't even remember, but I had to grab my phone and I had to write down what he was saying to you, what he was saying to me, what he wanted us to know. And so we're going to go right into the scripture. We're going to go to John 10 verse 27. 
And it simply says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. This scripture reminds me of like a team building exercise that my coworkers and I had to play this time. The game required two teams. One member of the team had to be blindfolded. The game also required a hidden object to be placed in the room. And that object could be anything. And it also required one person to be the distraction. The point of the game is to direct your team member who is blindfolded to find that object in the room without touching them. The only way that the other members could lead that blindfolded person to that object was to speak to them. And that blindfolded person had to listen to the directions. So you could tell them, take two steps, take three steps, or go straight, or turn around, turn right, make a left, or whatever directions you can provide for them to get to the object first before the other team gets to the object first. If you are the one that's blindfolded, as you move around the room trying to find this object, your teammates are so excited that you're hearing them yell at you, you're hearing them scream, you're hearing them cheer you on because they're so excited. But there is a catch. Remember that I said that one person had to be the distraction? Along with your teammate's voice, you are also hearing the voice of the one who is trying to distract you and lead you away from that object. This, my friends, required you to listen closely to your teammates instead of the one that's trying to distract you. Now I'm going to put a little twist on it. Metaphorically speaking, I can say that the person who is trying to distract you is the devil. The distraction is telling you to go left when you should have gone right. Your team members represent the Holy Spirit trying to lead you in the right direction. Sometimes we hear things that come to distract us, put fear in us, make us anxious and make us worry when God is telling you not to worry and not to fear. So how do we separate all the distractful thoughts to really hear what God is trying to say to us? In order for you to hear God, you have to know his voice. But in order for you to know his voice, you have to get all up in the Bible. And no, I'm not just trying to put the title of my podcast in there. I'm telling you, you have to get all up in the Bible. You have to read and study your Bible. People think that hearing from God is complicated. And you may be expecting a complicated answer, but it's really simple. Go to the source. And what is the source? The source is the word of God. You have to get to know God just like how you would get to know somebody that you're dating. You want to know everything about that person. You want to know even the smallest detail about that person, their favorite color, their favorite food, if that person has any unusual quirks that you need to know about. Okay, that person has a scar on their left shoulder. How did they get that scar? Okay, you see that person take medication around a certain time of the day. What type of medication are they on? (laughs) Now that you would really want to know. And when you really get to know what kind of person that they are, you could kind of guess how they would behave in certain situations. Sometimes you can even guess what they're thinking in certain circumstances, especially if you've known them for a really, really long, long time. And I know that my friend, she don't like to eat fast foods. She really prefer to cook her own meals. In the same way, we have to get to know God, but you need to read the Bible in order to do that. You need to know his characteristics. Okay, he is kind. So you know that you shouldn't treat anybody unkind. He is merciful. So you know that you need to show others mercy. When you get to know God, 
then you would know what he would want you to do, how he would want you to act and behave in certain situations because you're striving to become more like him. And I love it when they came up with um, WWJD. What would Jesus do? Well, if you don't know Jesus, how do you know what he would do? My friends, the best way to hear from God is to read the word of God and develop a close, personal, intimate relationship with him. Pray. Ask God for answers. It's either yes, no, or not right now. And you know that God is not going to tell you anything that is going to harm you in any way. And sometimes the answer that you're looking for may not come in the form that you think it's going to come. You ask God to help you to be more patient, but instead he send you people who's constantly getting on your nerves. Well, you got what you prayed for. Because he has to send you those people who get on your nerves to mold you into that patient person you asked him to be. One time the enemy tried me and tried to tell me that while I was in college that I was never going to enter the classroom again, meaning that I was going to get kicked out of school because at that time I was having difficulty with my financial aid. And immediately I knew that that's not from God, because first of all, God was the one who sent me to school anyway. I prayed and I asked God, Lord, if it be in your will that you want me to go back to school and get my degree, then let it happen for me. And it was in his will. So the enemy tried to tell me, oh, you're not going back to school. You're going to get kicked out of college. The devil is a liar. If you have not listened to episode three, liar, liar, what lies are you believing? Go back and listen to it because the devil is a liar. Learn how to recognize the enemy's lie. And another thing to develop an appetite for God, develop a hunger for God, develop an appetite to want to be around him all the time intentionally draw yourself to him instead of doing other things resist your flesh resist what your flesh wants to do your flesh wants to go hang out with your friends your flesh wants to go and watch netflix your your flesh wants to do a lot of things but spend time in the word of god instead get a good study bible one that you can understand my favorite translation is the nlt the new living translation and the niv is also good as well God just doesn't speak to people with an audible voice. He can speak to you in many, many different ways. He could put something inside of your heart, uh, give you an urge to do something, give you an urge to give this person money or give to the poor. Um, He can speak to you in many, many different ways. He can speak to you through a song. He speaks to you through nature. He speaks to you through people. Many, many different ways God can speak to you. And he just doesn't speak to you on the big things like the big life changing events that's going on in your life. For example, if you want to relocate and get another job in a whole different other state, you, you pray about that. That's something that you would pray about. But God, he doesn't speak to you just on the big things or the big life changing moves. He can speak to you on the little things as well. He can speak to you on the little stuff. Like, for example, if you go into a store and you see something that you want to buy, he can say, don't buy that. Don't buy that. Listen to that small little voice in your head, because if you don't, You'll go into another store and see the same item on sale, the one that God told you not to buy in the other store. So he cares about the smallest detail in your life and he is concerned with whatever 
whatever it is that concerns you, you can talk to him about it. When you talk to God, be real and be open with him. Be your authentic self. Don't try to pray like the pastor would pray. Just pray in your own words. Be your true self because God is looking for people who is authentic, who is who wants to be real and just open with him and tell him about everything that's going on in your life. Yes, he already knows. He already knows what you're thinking, but he wants to hear it from you. He wants to be your friend. He wants to have a bond with you. He wants that close, intimate, personal relationship with you. That's what he truly wants from you. So be real and be open. And if you have not heard from him or you have not gotten your answer from the Bible, which I doubt because everything is in the Bible. But if you haven't gotten your answer, it's okay to tell him, God, I I've been praying to you for a little while now and I have not gotten the answer that I have been looking for. Can you show me the answer? Can you tell me the answer? Can you please confirm it for me and be patient with him? Because eventually he is going to show you or tell you what you need to do. And remember that when God shows you or tells you the answer and you're disappointed by his answer because it wasn't the answer that you were expecting, every disappointment is a blessing. Every single disappointment is a blessing because God sees what you cannot see. He opens doors that no man can close and he closes the door that no man can open. So if you're disappointed because he said no to something that you want, thank him. Thank him for that closed door. Thank God that you didn't get that job because that company went down in fire. Thank God for the things that he says no to because he's looking out for you. You only see a small little detail, but God sees the entire master plan. And he said that everything that will work out for your good. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8 verse 28. Do you see what I mean? I just quoted a scripture that applied to that situation. So when you know the word of God, when you hide the scripture inside of your heart, you know how to apply the word of God to situations that you are going through. And so there I have my answer right there. That gives me comfort because when I see that God is saying no to a situation, I can go back to Romans 8 verse 28 and say, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. I take comfort in that scripture. And so I consider that God speaking to me, God is speaking directly to my situation. I don't have to go and ask that person, what's the answer? I don't have to go and ask the preacher or the pastor's wife, what's the answer? I can go back to directly to the word of God and receive an answer from God right then and there. I go directly to the source. And so I think sometimes we get caught up 
in trying to find answers in different places when the answer is already in the word of God. We're praying about things that's already in the word of God. We're praying about things and and expecting God to give us answers when he's already given us the answer in the word of God. You better believe you got to be all up in the Bible and don't expect God to tell you everything either. Don't expect him to tell you every single detail. God knows what he's doing in your life. And so you, it is your responsibility to trust him with your life. The way that he's navigating your life is the best way. It's the best direction because you try to do stuff on your own and you have failed. But God's way is always the best way. So allow him to come into your life and to navigate your life in the best way possible for you. Okay, y'all. So it's time for Bible trivia. Last week episode, I asked you, according to the Bible, who was the first murder victim? And the correct answer was B, Cain. Cain was the first person to murder another person in the Bible. He murdered his brother Abel. This week's Bible question is, name the shortest verse in the Bible. Name the shortest verse in the Bible. Now, I can't give you a multiple choice with this one because you'll get it right. But I'll give you a clue. And the clue is John chapter 11. Friends, I thank you so much for joining me today. I want to give a special shout out to my listeners from Africa. Wow, Africa, all the way in Africa. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I want to shout out my listeners from California as well. I hope you guys share this message with someone who needs to hear it. And don't forget to follow the podcast. Turn your notifications on so that you can be updated whenever I post a new podcast. And share your testimonies with me because I want to hear your story. Visit the Instagram page at All Up in the Bible Podcast. Click on the link in the bio and click on shout outs, share testimony. Have a fantastic week. And don't forget, read your word. Bye.